Al, we are in the throes of October, so it's time to play the scary games. It's spooky month. I'm scared. I'm very scared. You're just very scared in general of anything. I'm, I'm a baby when it comes to being scared. You are indeed a baby. I am, baby. You and Maxwell. That's also true. <laughs> but yes, we, we played a scary game because it is October, and that's uh, we've we've had this game in our pocket for a, a few months now, and just been waiting, waiting for around the right to play time. It. The right time. Now is the time. Now is the time for sure. Anyways, hello, welcome to this week's episode of Jared and it. Nope, wrong podcast. The seasonal <laughs> anime checkup OVA. It's a podcast where you have conversations <laughs> about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen, Ladyum. Hello. This is episode 355, and we are talking about the final installment in season one of the Dark Pictures Anthology entitled The Devil in Me. It's a very metal title for sure. It's a really metal title. So yeah, we... uh, Spooky dookie. We had played the second and third of these games... We can't play the first because it has a shark. Nope, can't from what do that. I understand. But this is the final game of the first season, and uh, we decided to uh, take a look see at it. Mm-hmm. See mm-hmm. how we would do, and see if we could have everybody survive. Spoilers: We didn't. We didn't. We did our best. To be fair, though, I don't think that was necessarily all on us. The game got very vague at points of being like. How? What's the best course of action for survival here? Very vague and glitchy. Yeah, this game uh was definitely more buggy than the previous games we had played. Yeah, it was pretty f- buggy. We're just like items would just be very funky and react very weird. There was a time where your body was contorted. <laughs> that was, was pretty funny, funny though. Um, um, one of the last prompts I I. I couldn't see anything. Like I hit the button, which luckily had me survive. But like I couldn't see what happened after that. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was, was there was good. a there was a a QTE segment that we somehow both failed, even right. though we did it right. Right. Which <laughs> is very weird. Yeah, it was just it was strange because like yeah, we haven't had really any of those kinds of issues in the other two games. Like no. they've been pretty fine in terms of just like performing well. So it was very strange to come into this and see. You know, almost a year after the the release of this game, to see just like how funky it was acting. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was weird. Um, you know, we should have known something was going to happen when we saw how contorted the body was. <laughs> that was very just, funny. It was really funny. <laughs> just looking over, um, like, what is happening with your body? <laughs> and then I tried to read a book, and it's like, well, I'm just gonna go down here. Okay. Oh boy. No reading. Can't read. No reading. Reading's hard. I'm sure it is. But yes, this is uh, The Devil and Me. It came out on November 18th of last year for the PlayStations, the personal computer, and the Xboxes. Uh, it got some interesting review scores. Oh? Uh, on the Metacritic, it got a 69 out of 100. Nice on the nice. personal computer. A 70 out of 100 on the PS5 and a 79 out of 100 on the Xbox Series X version. Hmm. Why there's a difference, I could not tell you. Don't know. Who knows? But yes. uh, Nice. Hmm? I said nice. 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 
Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, this is a uh, again a another chapter in the, the horror genre. The uh, when we played Little Hope, it was mostly like a ghost story, also uh, entailing the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, House of Ashes was you know demonic sort of stuff, demons with a little bit of sci-fi, with a little bit of sci-fi, and also the Iraq War. <laughs> You know, <laughs> normal things mission accomplished of course mission accomplished uh and then you know, the real horror george w bush <laughs> yeah that's for true <laughs> oh man uh and then this game we get to uh deal with an a famous 19th century serial killer depending mm-hmm. on how you want to use that term right um and also kind of delves more into like like a slasher style of genre Mm-hmm. Where you got like a a one, uh, one character out to kill everyone essentially, mm-hmm. and like they they will follow you around and you have to yes. hide and that kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. We haven't really had as much of that previously. No, no. So I I do like how and of course Man of Medan the first game was like a ghost a spooky ghost story. I so, wouldn't know. Another again another different style of horror. Right. Uh, but yeah, I do like how all four of these games have like different takes on this the overall what horror, horror genre. Is. Yeah, and then the, yeah. the next game that is going to be coming down the pipe at some point is going to be like it's more like straight up sci-fi, sci-fi space horror. So I think it's a good idea to like just switch it up, switch it up, and also just go into like all these different avenues of horror because there's so much you can pull from. Right, right. Like they're the. Horror is a very broad umbrella. Yes, that was that was basically what I was gonna say. <laughs> Oops, sorry, I still. No, you're thunder. good. You're good. We have a you know the single shared brain cells at it's work true. here. We do. We have that one brain cell. Yes, uh, doing doing a, doing a heavy lifting right now. It is for sure. This game uh, definitely is inspired by the the tale of H. H. Holmes and the murder castle in Chicago, because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of this uh, story that is based around that mythos. And a, a sensationalized version of the story, let's say. <laughs> right. Which, I mean, is is sensationalized in and of itself. Because, yes. like, a lot of what is what people think happened didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. But it's just a bigger, like, cultural understanding of what this was, even though it's not true. But, yay, yellow journalism. Correct. Woo! Yeah, we also, we also went down the rabbit hole of finding out exactly when the term serial killer was uh, made famous and learning that that was like in the 70s and 80s is very wild. It's you, so wild. Because you think considering how how much is used today, like you think, oh, this has been around for ages. But no. And because like we know that people have been killing each other a lot, like forever. Yeah. So it's wild that like this is only a, a term that's been around for 40 to 50 years that's so wild it's very it's very strange but yeah that is the that is the thing the more you know you're learning something today on the sack ova because we learned something today we did for sure learning um, is good you know it is you're right <laughs> you're right <laughs> you're right uh this game essentially is you know very much like the other games there's choices to be made they the choices you make are dependent on who survives and who lives and all that sort of stuff. There are quick time events that you will be doing, um, all of that sort of stuff. So it's very much in line with the other games. Nothing super new in terms of gameplay here, except like you can hold a flashlight, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can you can cross logs. 
in balance. Yes, balancing, very important mechanic. And, and hiding, which I'm bad at. Even you, though you were very bad at the hiding, let's be real. To be fair, though, one of the chapters involved me doing nothing but hiding, and I didn't die. Which is surprising, because because like every time we had to hide, you were just like, I don't know what the prompt is. I'm just gonna stand here, and then we would get caught. <laughs> I did my best. You did. You did your best. You tried. Um, but yeah, I didn't die in the chapter that had me doing nothing but mm -hmm. sit there and hide. So somehow I survived that. I don't I, I don't quite know how, but I did, and that's what matters. Um but yeah, it was uh those are the new mechanics. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I love mechanics. I love crossing logs and balancing and I oh I fell off when we did the balancing. You did? <laughs> <laughs> oh man Oops. uh so yeah this game uh we get a little bit of a pre a prequel a uh, prologue that's the the mm -hmm. word i'm looking for uh beginning in the late 19th century in chicago at the world's fair hotel where is supposedly the murder castle of h.h H. holmes um we have these two characters as like a newly married couple that you get to play as and they go go to the hotel and they're like, hey, we're going to have a fun time here. Newlyweds. Yay. We're going to boink. <laughs> and then H.H. H. Holmes is like, nah, dog, you're going to die. Well, first, you bought yourself a watch. I did accidentally buy myself a watch and you were very upset by that. I accidentally Not bought you, myself but some, your character. My character. Yeah. I accidentally bought myself some bath soap. I thought I could look at all the things and then Same. decide. And then and it was like, like, no, no you picked you something up, you're, this is yours now. <laughs> you own this now, I'm like, whether you like it or not. I was like, oh, okay, well then. And I like how your character's like, look at my watch, doesn't it look great? I was like, you're just flaunting it. And you're just like, I, yeah, I guess. There like, was a choice for me to be if you had gotten like, something for me? <laughs> there was a choice to be real salty about it, but I didn't <laughs> pick that one, so. It wasn't um, my what, fault. I'm just saying it. Well, that's part of why I picked the the nicer mm -hmm. option because I knew that you didn't intend to do that. But the option that you saw was me being nice. Yeah. So I don't want to know what the other option sounded like. Just get real yeah. salty before you die. We're we're staying at this hotel. We're gonna pillow fight. Yay! Everything's fine. Yay! Everything is not fine. No, um, your character like went downstairs or something. I don't remember what you were going for. And I was like, I'm going to take a bath. And then I remember telling you like, there's a man in here. There's a man in the bathroom. And I'm just like running bathroom. around like this, this floor is different, huh? And then mm -hmm. I just, and then it gets to you screaming and he's like, ah. There was blood on the, the faucet, even though like they, they didn't, they didn't really Make it clear that it was blood. Spooky dookie. But yeah, there was a man in there and he slit my throat. He did. Even though it looked like just like a paper cut on the model. It did, it did look like a paper cut. But yeah, she was she was not having a good time. There was a lot of blood. I watched you bleed to death as you watched me suffocate from gas. Yay! But at least we got to be together, right? Yeah, it was separated by a window. <laughs> Yay! We got a trophy for it. We did get. They, wa they watched themselves die mm -hmm. or watch each other die. What a good way to have a honeymoon, right? That's that's how they all end up. Yeah, and then we get to see like the trial, mm -hmm. um, for this of him being like, 
The devil is in me. I got the devil in me. You better put my body in some concrete. Which they did, actually. They did, actually. I did know that, and that is that is factual. And then they dug him up six years ago. I did not know that until today. Well, Apparently like, he's uh, remarkably preserved. Yeah. There you go. If you don't want to decompose uh, your body when concrete. you die, bury yourself in concrete. Now I know. Knowing is, is, is what I should do. I should put myself in concrete right now. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. No concrete. No concrete. But I don't have a sweet mustache to show off to people when I'm a corpse. True, unfortunate. So, you know, that's a bummer. If only you had that. I mean, I have I have adhesive ones, but I don't think that really counts. I don't, yeah, I don't think those are... It's not going to be as impressive, because someone could just rip that off of your face and be like, oh. Right, right. They're not going to be like, oh, man, what a remarkably preserved adhesive mustache. <laughs> Maybe someone would. I would hope so. Historians would be so confused, or not even historians, archaeologists would be confused if they dug me up and they're like, why is, is there any decent mustache on this lady? My corpse is just like, you know why. <laughs> you just you have a sign you're holding that says, you know why. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, um, but yeah, the whole like concept of this was, was like, Big scary murder castle. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, the whole idea of the murder castle is horrifying, even though it's not actually true. Scary. But scary. But yeah, um. We get. But to, then we, we move get, in the future. Yes, we get to that. And we warp to twenty twenty two, and we get our five main characters. Uh who are basically a crew who make this documentary series called Architects of Murder. And they get a tip about some dude who's, like, got a bunch of H.H. Holmes stuff because, hey, they're covering H.H. Holmes. What a surprise. And it seems like their their series is struggling. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go to this very random person's uh, house that has all this memorabilia and stuff. Definitely not shady or anything. No, like this man calls and he's like, hey, I have a replica of the murder castle and you can come and I will bring a car to you and all you have to do is show up. Also, you can't take your phone. Put that away. Also, you can only record things that I want you to record. Right, right. And I can't be in any of the shots. Yep. And it, it's, it's like on an island off of Lake Michigan. It's very, very secluded. Mm-hmm. So just out in the middle of nowhere. Although somebody calls it the sea at one point, and I was like, that's not... No, that, they call it the ocean. Oh, the ocean. Sorry, you're right. They call it the ocean. We're both like, that's that's Lake Michigan. <laughs> that is the opposite of the ocean. That is the opposite of the ocean. That is Lake Michigan. What are you talking but about, anyway, my guy? Um, yeah, we have, we have five people, as we normally do. Mm-hmm. We do have five people. We got Kate, who's the host. We have Charles, who's the, the guy in charge of the the company. Um, Mark is a cameraman. Jamie does audio and other stuff. Lighting. Lighting. There you go. And then Aaron's the the sound engineer and also an mm-hmm. intern. Our five bumbling characters. 
that we were tasked with keeping alive. Did we keep them all alive? No. No. We we tried. We That's all we, we can tried. say. That is for sure. The game was going against us. It's true. It's not our fault. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get to this uh this murder house. And everything is totally fine. You get to go to your rooms. You're going to have dinner later. And then, oh, no, everything is getting locked down and scary and no one's here. And, oh, no, someone's out to get us. Ah. Oh, and Jamie sees the the guy who was um, saying he was Dumet and his daughter just leave the island on a boat. Very frantically. And Jamie's like, oh, huh, I don't, I don't think he's coming to dinner. And there's a scary, a random dude in, like, a yellow raincoat just wandering about as a groundskeeper and definitely not super shady or anything. Nah, nah, nah. I'm sure he's fine. And then we get a we find there's a dude running around with a H.H. H. Holmes mask and the whole get up and just trying to kill everyone. Very normal behavior. Very normal behavior. Uh, this is this of course leads to you getting all separated at times and all that sort of stuff as you know you normally would in a scary film, mm-hmm. scary story. Mm-hmm. So you got to work together at times to help each other out and help each other get out of these bad situations. Although some of us don't necessarily get out of these bad situations. <laughs> um. Yeah, we had to like. Decide if we were gonna stab stab the groundskeeper man in the raincoat at one point. Yeah, I got, I got knifed in the nose. You did. I, I my off. options were either like your nose didn't fall off. No, I fell off the because there was like a pressure pad. Oh, right, you fell thing. off the pressure pad. Yes, I was like your nose is fine. Um, I had an option to pull you back or or to like say something to you, and I was like if I the man's gonna die well the man died regardless so <laughs> he did he did he went. which i'm still trying to figure out like was that an actual person or was that one of the animatronics might have been an actual person who knows i mean there's a lot of blood but like yeah a lot, of anim- a lot of animatronics here a lot of there's mannequins a lot of, animatronics, yeah. a lot of naked a lot. mannequins about blood very naked mannequins with their boobas and they're they're not dongs out. Yes, big Kendall energy. Big Kendall. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Charles burned to death. We did. Um, which I I looked it up later because I thought I did the wrong thing because there's a switch that they're like, hey, you should pull this switch as Mark, and um. I'm like, okay, I'll pull the switch. Switch pulled. Um, and then they're like, oh, no, he's dead. Charlie died. And I was like, oh, maybe the switch was like the opposite of what I was supposed to do. Maybe it was a trick. That sucks. Um, but then I looked it up. It's like, no, you're supposed to flip the switch. But like, there's no indication that you're supposed to hold it. And apparently you're supposed to hold it. But like when you're supposed to hold things, you usually give an indication that you hold things. And then right. I also read that it was like a really glitched out thing and that a lot of people just couldn't make it work even if they did hold it, that he would die anyway. Which makes sense with how, you know, the the weirdness we got with this game, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, which another thing I guess is worth mentioning is that like if I did something um, 
or you did something and we got ahead of the other person that it would just cut out like whatever sequence you were doing as mm-hmm. the other person. Yeah. And one of the ways in co-op that you can apparently bypass this problem is if you were to finish your section before I finished mine. Mm-hmm. Um, then like it would have given you the prompt says Charlie like immediately. Um, but because I finished my puzzles before you did, it locked us out of that essentially. It's weird. It's so weird. Like that doesn't make any sense. And then Mark's just like, I could have saved him. I could have done it. If I knew how to hold a button. And I was like, what? This is the hold the thing. Um, so yeah, you got, you got toasty. Toasty. <laughs> we had to, we had to definitely make, had to make some decisions on who should live or die. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there was one point where like Aaron and Kate are in a suffocation room. Mm-hmm. And we chose Aaron cause Aaron was nicer. But then you mm-hmm. also were like, I think that that other room's like broken or something. And I was like, I don't know about that. And you ended up being right. So we were able to save both of them. The pressure or the the air pressure things yes. weren't going at the same rate. So I was like, there's a leak in that one. Um, And I mean, it was subtle, but I kept seeing it. And I was like, there, there's there's a there's something here because there's got to be a way to save them both. You can't mm-hmm. just like have one of them guaranteed to die. That's cheap. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're like, Aaron, you live, and then Mark's able to, like, bonk his way through the the glass somehow, even though he was, like, barely touching it. Yeah. Um, and, and save Kate. So we did that. They lived. They lived. Uh, we got to go through the whole, like, operation center of this building, where you mm-hmm. see, like, where how the magic's made, where, like, all these... Buttons are set up to like bring walls in and change settings in the entire house and all that sort of stuff. Um, which led to there was a sequence where like you were running, you were the bait, and we were trying to <gasps> trap the dude, and I had to like hit the buttons at the right time to trap him in order to save you. And at one point, we thought we messed up because um, I was like, "You just gotta drop it." Um. And I like barely, barely made it, mm-hmm. but I made it, and that's what you, matters. We did. You did make it, and then you, we, you, we had Jamie and Kate get caught in a room where like there was a sliding glass wall coming to one of them. Mm-hmm. You had to decide who's going to get squished, mm-hmm. and we thought we screwed it up. Yeah. Well, they uh, made it look like we did. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, you just stick a screwdriver in between, and then the the glass will break, and you're free. Yay. <laughs> I mean, the game really made it look like we f***ed up because, mm-hmm. like, we even got the curator who's like, oh, what a terrible way to die. And we're like, oh, God, dang it. His what dumpy. did we do? God, that man's got a dumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we were bummed out because, like, dang, he's better than Kate. It's true. Um, But then he's like, oh, look. Everything's fine. And I looked it up later, and if I had hit that button, you would have died. Unless I'd had, if I'd had the screwdriver, I would have been fine. Correct. The only way that we would have survived that, the, besides how we did it, was if I had hit that button and you had the screwdriver instead of me having the screwdriver. But I was going after H.H. H. Holmes, man. I was not going to go without a screwdriver. No, you made, the right, you made the right choice. I was like, I, nope, I gotta go over there. And I'm scared. I'm a baby. 
It was very so, funny like, watching no, no, you no. run around uh, these sections in the security cameras because you were like walking very slowly. Because <laughs> you're like, I'm scared. I'm scared. It's just like your character's going like slow as possible <laughs> along these security camera feeds. <laughs> oh, it was very good. Oops. <laughs> I remember you like, where are you? Oh, you're just, you're just really slow. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm like, nope. Nope, taking my time. And then yep. he did finally show up. I was like, ah! You know, run away. I was so scared. Very scary. Very scary. And like, honestly, you should have expected me to be a big baby about it. No, 100% I did. <laughs> Come on. I know who I'm dealing with. Yeah. And we knew as soon as I had to be the bait that it was going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. But we didn't die at that point, so no, we were we were still good. We were still fine. Only lost Charlie at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you eventually do learn through like tapes and like things that you uh, you pick up along the way, like files and sort of stuff. That the dude who's trying to kill you is this former FBI agent named Hector Monday, who originally was dealing with another serial killer named Manny Sherman. And then he becomes a serial killer himself. For reasons. For reasons. And then the dude who calls you and his daughter at the the beginning was the dude who wrote the book about H.H. H. Holmes and oh. his daughter. Oh. And they were previously a group of people who got stuck in this house. Which we did find his daughter's body with the pigs. I think. No, I think it's his and his daughter's body are on the. the no, pier. no, 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 no. He had another daughter. Oh. Um, because we found the files that had, or at least I found the files that. But I think the one, talked... the one that he's running away with, is the one we find on the pier. Right. I think his older daughter is the one we find with the pigs. Mm-hmm. And then his wife is apparently in there somewhere, but I didn't see her. So that must have been a you thing. Maybe I don't know. Um, it's a lady with her eyes taken out. Ouchie. Did you see that? I don't think I did. Oh. But I don't remember. Well, then. Well, then. Um, but yeah, his wife and his other daughter are dead. And, oh, and his uh, his his brother as well. But I forgot which body his brother was. His brother. His brother. Um, but anyway, he was like, uh, yeah, I'll bring in other people so that I can live and take my other daughter away. We got to go. Um. Oops, that didn't work. That did not work. Ripperoni and pepperoni. Uh, eventually, you're able to escape the house. Uh, there was a whole sequence I had to deal with where I was like fighting off the dude. Yeah. To hit all these QTEs in the right time to not die. Uh, eventually, I threw him off the roof of the house. And his body was all contorted, and then he just gets back up, and he's like, I'm fine. I was like, well, I was like all well, right. That's, that sucked. Um. I had to, like, run around trying to get to the lighthouse. Um, well, first I had to, like, sneak around and hide a lot as Mark to, to get out of the place so that I ended up in, like, a, a like outdoor pool area where I found a man's hand. Um, but then I, I was going to the lighthouse and I, I found um, his mom's body. Yeah. Um, which I, I had said earlier because they showed a cutscene of them talking and 
And it's like, oh, man, this is going to be like a psycho Norman Bates situation, isn't it? And it totally was. And there's like a file. I don't know if you, you found this or not, if we were together when we found this. But like there's a file that talks about like the nursing home that she was in. And like he was apparently going in and like recording her a lot. Recording and it was creepy. Yeah. Everyone's like, they're like, like, oh, you just stopped that? That's real weird. Like, you you gotta you gotta stop recording the content you're recording because it's really unsettling and making people sad. And um, apparently, the recording that we heard at the beginning was that. So. Yeah, makes makes sense. Um, but yeah, found her body. She's dead. Uh, um, and then yeah, she's also a anima, not an animatronic. That's not the word I'm looking for. This is a, a husk. <laughs> Uh, well, she's like mannequinized, like he did the mm-hmm. other people. Um, but yeah, you wonder what? I wonder who the bartender was. I never saw the bartender. That's good because he was scary. So I mean, I he was fine. He looked normal, but he kept scaring me because I was in the dark and I was by myself. So I never saw that. Um, but eventually, everyone gets lit. Goes to the lighthouse to try and they get they get lit. They get lit. <laughs> Try to <laughs> try to find safety. I, this is where we had another person die because of me this time. And I'm so sad because this was actually a good character. Um, so like Jamie and Kate go to get into like a little farmhouse, and there's a dog. They're trying to save this dog, and uh, our murder man shows up and is trying to find them. And they hide together. If you say try and save the dog, and the dog starts barking, and then he just straight up just. Dis- Places an axe straight into Jamie's head and murders her. Um, apparently, the choice here was not to save the dog. Well, you can save the dog and also Jamie. Oh, well, poop. Um, what you would have to do is um, save the dog, but then tell Kate to hide instead of, like, to help. And if Kate hides, then she, like, jumps out and, like, scares not H.H. H. Holmes, man. No, and and everybody survives. No, nay. Well, so it's just it was just a choice of yeah, like that. That's what triggered it. So yeah, you can you can have the dog get, uh, live and also Jamie live, but oh, I failed there. Well, I mean, I failed with holding down a switch. So true. Uh, you know, I got one. You got one. <laughs> one for one. One for one. Um, I would have felt bad if I was the only one that caused a death. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia has like some of the the other endings here, so we can go through those oh. real quick. Uh, go to the lighthouse, signal for help. Uh, what happens next is determined by player choice. Ooh. If Kate and Mark are the only survivors and are captured by Dumet, he shows them a video of Morello explaining his modus operandi of baiting groups to the island and instructs Mars to Mark to pose as Dumet and lure the next group to the island in exchange for their freedom, lest they die from their trap. Oh. Whether Mark complies or refuses, Dumet has him and Kate killed. Oh, which I guess makes sense because we saw that um, Dumet, that wasn't actually Dumet, um... And his daughter died. Mm-hmm. So we we know for a fact that if you make the agreement and still like try and get off, that he kills you. So it makes yeah. sense that Mark and Kate would die. Uh, otherwise, I guess we should have mentioned they were like a th- kind of thing. A thing, kind of a thing. Appar- apparently, we didn't Former rekindle thing. the ro- we didn't rekindle the romance somehow, but it is a thing you can do. Yes. Uh, otherwise, a policeman arrives on the island to search for the survivors, only for Dumet oh. to promptly kill him because he cuts his hand off and then 
axes him in the gut. Yeah, he had to ask him a question. Yes, he did. And he definitely asked him a question. True. But yeah, that, that man just loses that hand and he's like, huh? Like, uh-oh. No. This and then was I painful. tried to get tried to get his gun, but that didn't work. And I got pepper spray instead. You did, which worked. It worked. It, you uh, know, I, I used it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the survivors attempt to escape the island by boat, but Dumet sneaks on board for a final showdown. I still don't understand how he got on. He's just, he's a good swimmer. Apparently. Or he just, he hung on, he he grabbed onto the boat. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta fend him off and eventually you like wrap him up in the anchor. You go anchors away and you drop him and he gets supposedly into the, the propeller, the propeller. Thank you. I mean, there's a lot of blood that follows after him. And then we got to jump off the boat before it runs into a rock and explodes. Also, the dog was with us. The dog was with us. Yes. I think it went off when Aaron went off the boat. Maybe. I think I think it was Aaron then dog, but yeah, um, this was where the the prompt stuck. Like we were supposed mm-hmm. to jump off the boat, and I hit X, and it did the confirm sound, but then I didn't actually see what happened afterwards. Yes, yeah. you were like, <laughs> I was uh, like froze. Oh. I was like, uh, are you good? <laughs> <laughs> You're like telling me what's going on. I'm like, okay, glad we lived. Yeah. Uh, and then the end sees us go to sh- swim to shore. There's a dude in a truck who's driving all the way from Fort Wayne. And he's like, these, these weirdos were in the middle of the street. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's driving in Indiana through Indiana. He's going to have a Southern accent. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like some chips. He ca- he calls the cops and is like, yeah, these were, these guys were just hanging out in the road and th- they were like, yeah, th- there's some bad things over at that, that house over there. You should probably go investigate it. I still don't understand how they all swam. Like, isn't isn't Lake Michigan pretty big? I guess it depends on how far that that uh house is, that island is, and then like how far they got out on the boat. Not sure, and how good of swimmers they are. I guess. Yeah. I guess they're all very good swimmers, including the dog. Yeah, and then you get like a an epilogue scene where like these kids are watching it on the news and like, whoa, we just won a a trip to a cool hotel. Whoa. They want all five of us to go. Yeah, and then you see on the beach uh, the Holmes mask, and then there's a, a hand that goes and pices it up. I don't know how he lived. How does how does Freddy or Jason live through those movies? You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, it definitely goes with the slasher film mm-hmm. trope. Um. Yeah. So the cycle continues. The cycle continues. But at least, whose dog was that? What the dog doing? What the dog do? Don't know. Is it Dumet's dog? I don't. Is this think a serial so. killer? Do we steal a serial killer's dog? I doubt it, because like the dog didn't seem too fond of this dude. So. No, no, the dog's like, man, screw you. Probably. So maybe it was like, like one of the the people who one of the groups that came. They just brought a maybe. dog with them. Maybe. The dog's like, help me. Shrug, um, shrug. the funny thing about the dog was that um. I think his name was like Connie or something like that. But um, because you finished your sequence before I finished my sequence at the lighthouse, um, I didn't really get to do anything, but I apparently had met the dog as Mark because he's like, Connie, how are you? And I'm like, I think you I don't... saw the dog at one point, but that was it. I saw the dog, but I didn't yeah. talk to it. And But he like knew the dog's name. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, I haven't met this dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> So apparently I missed a scene where he 
found out the name of the dog. There you go. Because you you beat the maze before I beat the lighthouse. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. I was like, what? What the dog doing? Getting on a boat. Bork, bork. He's on a boat. He's on a boat. Or she's on a boat. I don't know if it's a girl dog Dog's or a boy on a dog. boat. Dog's on a boat. But yeah, that's uh, that's how the game is. I was surprised there wasn't like a big, like any like more follow up with the characters like there had been in the other games. Yeah. It was kind of just like, yeah, we, eh, that's it. <laughs> it's over. Um, Like we, we assume Mark is going to go do his like Brooklyn studio thing. Because he talks about that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Kate's going to do. Aaron's just sad. <laughs> Aaron's sad because if Jamie had lived, they were going to be in a relationship. And the dog's there. <laughs> and the dog's there. Um, Which, yeah, if Jamie lived, Jamie's thing was also the relationship. I don't know what Charlie's thing was going to be. I don't know. I assume that he would be not dealing with murderers anymore yeah, as his content. Out of this business. That that's that's what I that would do like if it were me. Yeah, like I don't know. Let's let's do like nature documentaries or something less dangerous. Children's television. Ooh. But yeah, just start start doing a reboot of Barney or something. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to take over Sesame Street when I get back. Mm-hmm. That's safe. Yeah, he didn't make it, so we don't know. We do not know, no. Nope. Uh, nope. But we do get a trailer for the next game, the first game of mm-hmm. Season 2, uh, which is mm-hmm. called Directive 8020, which is set in the the throes of outer space. And there's going to be something spooky happening on this space station or ship or whatever it is. Bad things are going to happen in space. That's what it seems like. It's like, it, it just, all I'm going to think about is the, uh, the sci-fi chapter of Live Alive. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Because that's probably going to be basically what it's like. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense that that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. I get that. Um, they have not announced a date for that or anything. It's just like, they put that at the end of this game or like, hey, this is what we're making next. It exists. It's gonna come out at some point. Who knows? Uh, they Who did. Knows? They put out a VR game, I think, earlier this year, which was just like why? Well, they had done one for uh, Until Dawn as well. So they basically kind of, you know, it's an easy way to just, like throw something out there, get make some money. Um, hmm. But it's apparently it's like it's an on rail shooter type deal, and it features like stuff from all the the four games of season one, essentially. Okay. So there is that, but yeah. Uh, the next game is sometime, maybe next year. I mean, if they keep on schedule, it'd be next year. Well, they didn't put one out this year. Oh yeah, you're right. But I mean, like it makes sense that they would have a a gap year since they're changing seasons. Yeah, it would make sense. So I would I would assume that would be the case. But again, we have no clue on when that's actually going to come out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is uh the the end of season one of the Dark Pictures anthology. Goodbye to the dumpy for now. For now, he had to he had to leave his his little library because uh, there's some tragic. moving and shaking happening. He's like, oh, I gotta get out of here. He's gotta go do squats. He's gotta do more squats and put on his hat. <laughs> put on the hat. But yeah, these games have been fun. I've enjoyed playing them with you. They're good, mm-hmm. goofy little things to 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 do in October for sure. 
Um, I feel like I have to mention what happened earlier with my mom because it was really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was telling mom that we played this and um, she knows that I'm not like a big spooky person. Uh, I was like, yeah, you know, we, we played it and we we had a three out of five survive. That's pretty good. And mom's like, that's that's not pretty good. That's actually really bad. <laughs> Two people died. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah apparently according to my mom we did not do well but i was proud of us that we only had two die hey we haven't had more than two die yet so nope nope that's our that's our our current stance i suppose we've we've done better we had one die and little hope but you know we haven't done worse than two mm-hmm. so hopefully we can stick to that with let's let's hope let's Will there be a game that we keep everybody alive? Fingers crossed. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to keep people alive in these games. They're just determined to die. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun playing them. I, I Like I just said, I'm not a big spooky person. I get very scared very, very, very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always fun playing, playing with you and... Us like goofing around while I'm inching my way through areas because I'm being the bait. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, there goes Al, like a snail. She'll make it there eventually. Slowly but surely. <laughs> but yeah, that that is it for this game in season one of the Dark Pictures anthology. We will return to these games at some point when they put out the next one. Yeah, I'm excited for for more. For more. For more. Indeed. But that's also going to do it for us this week. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sec.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. You can uh, follow us. Follow Al, that's who, yeah, at anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can follow us on Blue Sky at seasonalanimecheckup.com. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next week, we'll talk about something else. Something else.